coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. Hello, I'm Barbara Gon Mueller, and I welcome you to Peace Podcast. The time when we get to talk about peace, the peace our planet deserves. Peace Podcast was invented about 100 podcasts ago, and we did it because we wanted peace, happiness, and I've added mutually assured survival for our beautiful planet, the planet we were born on in order to make it more perfect. And so with that, I'm going to begin today and tell you something about our guest, Tasakawa, and we call her Tez, Gabriel. She is Pathways to Peace now, the executive director. For those of you who knew Avon Madison, the founder, today we're honoring those who have gone before us. Avon Madison, my late husband, Robert Mueller. They are the ones who are the pathfinders and we're walking their path. We're standing on their shoulders. Think about the people in your life who have given you the wisdom that you carry with you, the joy, the peace, whatever it is, thank them. And remember, they're still with us in spirit. That's just how they are. And Tessa Kaya, I'm going to call her Tess because I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name. Miss Gabriel. <laughs> Welcome, Miss Gabriel. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Barbara. It's Tessakaya, but you really did pretty well. So thank oh, you. Oh, bless your heart for giving yes. me the courage to say your name. But I always call you Tez. Anyway, Tez, it's great. Thank you. She is the executive director of Pathways to Peace, as I mentioned, a UN peace messenger organization in consultation with ECOSOC. Tez works in partnerships and peace builders with peace builders locally and globally to build the culture of peace. What an honor to welcome you here today. Thanks. You know, I think about her and I've been on so many Zoom calls with her. And every time she speaks, the people just, there's this quiet sound of nothing. We hear her words and we want to put them into our soul and we want to make them part of us because she has this wisdom. And so with that, I want you to know that in 1991, she founded Gabriel Associates. And the mission of this past of Gabriel Associates is to partner with nonprofit organizations and leaders to strengthen and increase the ability to make positive difference in the lives of people they exist to serve and to change the world. And I said to her, could you start this podcast with what the world needs now, Tez? And so I'm going to put you on speaker view so the world can see you and ask you again, what does the world need right now? Mm -hmm. And welcome. Thank you, Barbara. I'm just honored and delighted to be here. You know how much I honor you. And of course, Robert as well. So um, when when the, you asked me about what the world needs now, I couldn't help but say love, sweet love, you know, <laughs> because uh, the old song kind of came up for me 
But, you know, I really do believe that that's the truth, that we are in the times now where we are bringing love out of the closet and being able to say that peace and our work for peace really is driven by love. It's rooted in love. And it when we talk about that, of course, we're talking about universal love, uh, love for all, love for our planet, a recognition that we are all one and that we are interconnected with all that is. So what the world needs now is love, sweet love. And you and I have this amazing opportunity to be able to share that love through the work we do for peace. And so thank you. Thank you for having me. I couldn't agree more with you. <laughs> what the world needs now is love, sweet love. And would you believe yesterday I had lunch with John Denver's, I don't know what he was called, I think executive director. And he told me about that John Denver, and you all know John Denver from his beautiful songs and his recordings. But John Denver talked about peace. And he said, what we need on this planet is peace. Robert, my late husband, also said peace is the answer. Peace is the way and peace is the love we need to give to our world. And so I said to him, Robert, why don't we have peace if this is such an important component of living? And he said, it's because we don't all love the world with an open heart. Love the world. He didn't say love each other. He said, love the world. And once you love the planet, once you love the world, and you realize that we have the opportunity to love each other. So what do you think, Tess? Is that kind of working with the latest article you wrote called Radical Peace? It absolutely is. And I think, you know, when we talk about when I talk about, uh, we're talking about radical peace, that it's really important to recognize that it is grounded in love. And it's not grounded in the kind of love that's fluffy. We all go off into the woods holding hands and sing Kumbaya. It's grounded in real values that are based in the heart and that emulate out in practice. And so we model that love through um, our kindness to others, through our compassion, through our ability to set our own bias aside and not judge, and that we bring that love into all of our interactions. And so, that's the kind of love that grounds that peace. And it absolutely begins in the heart. Absolutely. And you know, the Eastern traditions say that the heart leads and the mind follows. So we need to have the alignment of the heart and the mind. But when it comes to peace rooted in that love, it the heart is in the lead. The yes. heart leads and the mind follows. Correct. Yes. What does it take to let that happen? Is it trust? Is it courage? Mm. What is it? As John O'Donohue said, get out of the way 
and get out of the way in a way that allows the peace you know can become real. Yes. Well, and I love, you know, I love John O'Donohue <laughs> and quote him often. And so I think it's absolutely true. What's underneath that, that quote for me is really the recognition that we are all peaceful beings. We are born with that peace in our hearts. And so everything that isn't peace is learned. And, you know, the beauty of that is that what can be learned can be unlearned. And so, you know, we, we can, and what we know about kind of everything that is kind of what we perceive as all of our society's ills um, fall at the feet of our belief that we are separated, this myth of separation. And so we um, we need to overcome fear. That's the biggest, that is the biggest challenge. Um, because I believe, and along with many others, that there is only love and fear. And so what I hear from that quote is really we need to overcome fear. And we do that by just doing it. It's not that we don't fear, it's that we don't let us let fear stop us from what we need to be doing in the world. And when we overcome fear, it unleashes this boundless joy and love and compassion and kindness so that we can actually be who we were born to be. So live our destiny is what you're saying. When that's you right. From your fear, you live your destiny. You know, it's so interesting. I started my first business by being full of fear, but jumping in the waters of joy anyway. You that's know? right. That's right. And that's what we need to be doing if we're going to bring peace to our world. We need to overcome our fear and allow that 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 inherent, I'll say peace and joy and, and I add trust and compassion and yeah. trust and and yeah. all of those things to come through so that we can actually be who we were intended to be what we came here to be and of course for many of us that's a lifelong journey right to really learn you know who we are intended to be who we truly are our natural selves. So. And so many people will look at you and say, well, how did you know you were on the path, the right path? Do you have a little formula that tells you, I know what my formula is. I'm joyful. I'm happy. Yes. And then I know, okay, this is my path. Now that doesn't mean I don't have unexpected trips and turns and things that don't work. Of it course. just means that's just part of the learning process. In fact, we were talking earlier about Robert because Robert, oh my goodness, is for as excited and happy he was, he would also be just miserable sometimes because yes. he saw the world as it was. He let that be information, but he didn't stop his mind from thinking right. about the world he wanted. The same with Avon Madison. You know, today is All Saints Day, All Souls Day. <laughs> yes. If I keep thinking about uh, whose shoulders I stand on, 
Yes. Pez, talk well, a little bit about that for you. Whose shoulders do you stand on? So many, many, many. And of course, as you mentioned, um, Robert and Avon. And so, you know, when I answered the call, and it was a call to come to Pathways to Peace, that meant that I was to be in the same sacred space as our beloved Avon Madison and to work shoulder to shoulder with her. And she, on all Saints Day, but truly every day, uh, Avon is still walking shoulder to shoulder with me, even though it's been a little over a year since she ascended. And I know how much she loved and honored and admired Robert. Um, it was together that they formed an alliance that resulted in the UN resolution for uh, the International Day of Peace, that unanimous resolution. And Ava knew she couldn't do it without Robert. And together, because of Robert's role at the UN, Avon's role with civil society, they joined those energies to make that happen. And as you know, that was in uh, early the early 80s. Mm -hmm. And now the International Day of Peace is celebrated around our world with hundreds of millions of people on September 21st coming together to celebrate peace, to visualize peace, to know that peace can happen. And so, um, so yes, uh, Avon and Robert, I often think of them together on the other side of the veil directing our work <laughs> for peace without the limitations of uh -huh. this world. You mentioned that even Robert had those times um, where, you know, joy was underneath it, but a little bit more difficult to touch and experience. And I do believe that that's true for all of us. Mm -hmm. And those are the times, that's the fertile ground for change and innovation and creativity when we have those times where we just ask the question as peace builders. Um, when we look at our world, it's like, how can this still be occurring? How can all of this chaos and, and so many people in despair, um, when we know that peace is the answer, it's in those times for me that the innovation comes through that it's time to try something different. It's time for a new approach. It's time to collaborate with a different partner um, to be able to experience peace. And you know, we always hold peace in our hearts regardless of the dark days. It's still there. It's just that it's, germinating something new for us. And I think so, you're right about that. Yes. Um, 
because you've just identified where many people watching today are feeling. They're not feeling the joy that you and I are expressing right now. And they're not feeling the peace that was promised by our birth. Our birth, we were born into a miraculous planet and we were promised that this planet would survive and would serve us well. And that means to be planetary caregivers, take care yes. of this planet that we yes. were given. Yes, and each other. Regardless of our differences, isn't it? Yeah. When we talk about being one with all that is, it means that we are one with even those individuals that we may not agree with, that we may have different values around. And so I think that one of the most powerful things we can do to bring peace to our planet is really to nurture our own peace within because that's what that it's that I'll say energy that emanates out <clears throat> from our <clears throat> excuse me from our own hearts. Nurture our own peace within. <clears throat> and yes. if we do that, if we take care of ourselves and not expect somebody else to make us perfect or make us happy what yes. a gift we are giving to the world yes because that energy emanates out from that peace within and touches everything and really you know lifts the field of consciousness peace consciousness so that's it's really important and sometimes it's really hard it's human nature even though you know, we hold within us the seed of the divine and the seed of uh, the human in us both together. It's still really hard to not let all of the world's uh, challenges seep into our hearts. And But the quicker we can turn that into um, that, that positive peace energy, then that's what's going to lift the field. And that's what's going to create change. We are about changing hearts and minds. And that only happens through garnering, nurturing, uh, holding that peace within, that love of ourselves. So That is so beautifully said. The love of ourselves, nurturing our own peace. You know, um, I have read often that if you want to heal the world, heal yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, we have to watch our language, right? Because mm -hmm. what, what we know about energy through, you know, all of the science, <clears throat> as well as what we know in our own hearts, is that if we embrace the negative it feeds the negative it's wherever we put our energy is what gets fed so we need to be able to kind of hold that energy for peace and that that positive kind of vision for peace so that we will see peace then in our world that is so powerful I'll give you a, for example, um, and enjoy a drink of water while I give this example, because I want the world to know that when we were in Sardinia, Robert got up at five in the morning 
and he went out and he started cleaning the beach in Sardinia, Italy. And I was kind of upset about it because he was in his brand new outfit. He was going to make a speech to the entire audience of 2,000 people at about an hour later. Maybe it was closer to eight. So he just started cleaning the beach. And so then I said, okay, Robert. And he had a pile of trash you wouldn't believe, maybe four feet high and about two feet, three feet, four feet wide. And I said, look at that, Robert, the beach is all clean. He said, yep, that's what I wanted to do today for peace. And so we went to the lecture and as Robert finished, this man stood up and said, Dr. Mueller, you know something? I don't know why you think we can have peace. We don't have the United Nations behind us. We don't have your experience base. And so Robert said, what were you doing at five o'clock this morning? The man said, sleeping. And Robert said, not me. I was out cleaning the beach. And the whole audience was quiet. And Robert said, I did it because it needed to be done. And that's my piece. And he said, the other part of my formula for peace is do what needs to be done, help the environment be beautiful, but watch what I'm thinking. My thoughts yes. create the reality of the future. Now, I'm quoting that's Robert, right. and that's I right. use those words all the time. My yes. thoughts become the reality of tomorrow. I see you shaking your heads. Tell me, help me here. Help me with that. <laughs> yes, that's I. That's so true. Um, it kind of goes back to that. You know, I think therefore I am. But we are born, you know, in the image of the Creator. So we are born to be in co-creation with all that is. And so, the question then becomes: Are we creating? what we wish to see in our lives. Where's our intention, you know, about our creations? So I jokingly, but it's really kind of true, sometimes say to my friends that, you know, oftentimes our, in our language, which comes through our thoughts, our thoughts then comes into our language. Right. We are cursing ourselves by what we are saying. And again, the ancients say that our words last a thousand years. In the Whoa. Universe. And so. Repeat that. Our words last a thousand, a thousand years. years in the universe. And so our words are powerful. And so they come through our thoughts into our words, into this field. And so, again, we can't help but create. So we're either going to create the goodness, the peace we wish to see in the world, the love, or we're going to be creating something else. And are we comfortable with that something else we're creating? So yes, I so agree with um, Robert's um, words and his understanding that we are the creators and just not too long ago, I received the message through um, through spirit that there are no more gurus. And what that meant and how I felt it is that it really is, again, what the Hopi Nation says, that we are the ones we've been waiting for. It's not to continue to seek um, what we need through others. 
It really is to look within because and remember who we are, that we are powerful. We are the creators. We are the ones who can bring peace to our planet. Um, and we do that in co-creation with source and with all that is, and certainly with each other through collaboration. I have so much peace just listening to those words mm -hmm. because I know they are true from my own existence. We create the world that we really want with our thoughts, with our heart and with our peace. And hearing you say those words, you are listening to Tez Gabriel. Tez Gabriel is the executive director for Pathways to Peace. She works with Gabriel Associates and she helps the world understand what she just now said. This is a podcast you may want to invite two or three friends to watch with you and have a conversation about what is keeping you from living the peace that you know you deserve in your heart and to bring the peace to the world that your thoughts can create. Robert often said it, and I say it all the time, watch what you're thinking, because that's what you're going to get. I, I'm All these podcasts that I have done have taught me one thing, that peace begins with me and starts in my mind and in my heart. And then I leave it to me to have the conversation with those who may need a little piece of my peace. And that's where I come from and that's where I exist. And I look around and I say, thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. Thank you for the trees. Thank you for the animals. Thank you for the food that feeds me. And so I operate out of two principles, love and gratitude. And those two principles have served me so well. Why don't you, if you're listening today to Tez Gabriel, why don't you try it? Like Tez said, trust that your love and your thoughts will be what you need at this point in your life. Regardless of where you are, regardless of your circumstances, it's what you think that becomes real. Tez, am I saying something that agrees with your harmony? Absolutely. It, and I always say that <clears throat> gratitude is the shortcut to divine source. So whenever we can hold that gratitude, um, and you said love and gratitude are your, I'll say your driving principles. I think that's right. And if we can come from that place, um, it changes everything and peace will prevail on earth. It sure has changed my attitude. You know, there were times when I thought, what am I doing this for? And other times when I say, thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, trees. Thank you, air. Thank you, water. And thank you, friends that I can call intimate conversations. Begin with those words. You know, last year at the end of the 2021, we had Midnight in Paris. And Tez was one of the people on our Midnight in Paris. And she talked about the trust that we need. And that's how I'm going to end today with Tez. You know, we've talked about peace, we've talked about our thoughts, but the trust is the hardest. Thing. And then she also mentioned fear. So Tez, why don't you tell us what you'd like the world to have now? As you said, the, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. What's your dream for our planet? And I did mention fear and I did mention trust. So maybe yes. just 
bring all that <laughs> together and give us the crescendo you know how to do. Mm. What I would want for anyone listening, um, and really for the whole word, world, is for each of us to truly know that we are powerful human beings, that we are capable of creating everything we need, as well as peace on our planet. And that I would encourage them to go boldly forward and to use whatever their hearts call them to use to become who they were intended to be, to be themselves and to <clears throat> love themselves and to um, know that wherever their heart leads them, in that love, that they are changing our world. Ten. We change the world by changing ourselves. So that's... I mean, oh, I have to say one more thing. Tez, that's beautiful. We change the world by changing ourselves. I'm going to give you... No, I didn't interview Gandhi, but I've been a fan of Gandhi forever. And so this mother comes to Gandhi, and I'm going to give this as a little example, because this is the truth. And Gandhi was asked by the mother, Mr. And she said, Gandhi, you're such a saint. Can you tell my son he shouldn't eat sugar? And he looked at her and he said, come back in two weeks. They go back in two weeks. And he says to the mother, I had to give up sugar first before I could tell your son that he should give up sugar. Now, that's a very simple story. Yes. But I have to give up my fear first before I can give up the fear. Tell somebody else to give up their fear. Mm -hmm. I have to use my trust first before I can tell somebody else to trust. And that's why I look at Tess Gabriel here. She has worked through. This is not an easy path, guys. This is the <laughs> path of work. We must work on ourselves to be the peace or as in Gandhi said, to give up the sugar we're telling somebody else to do. Yes. And who was the one that said this, Tess? I'm sure you know. Be the change you want to see. And I'm sure it was Gandhi. Yes, it was. Yes. Be the change you want to see. Now, these are hard words to follow, but it is worth it. It is worth it because you become a better person. Am I correct with that, Tez? Yes. Well, it's, you know, the task is its own reward. <laughs> because honestly, when we push past fear and we get to the point in our lives where fear no longer drives our decisions about who we are in our world, that that is incredible liberation. And in that liberation, that liberation from fear, you know that all is possible. And that is an incredible way to live our lives. That is who we were intended to be. That's what shows up is who we are, you know, once we push past that fear. So again, I'll say um, so often the task is its own reward. And that certainly is true when it comes to not, you know, we'll always have fear, but not to let us stop us 
from doing what we are called to do in the world by following our purpose, whatever that is. And it's unique to each of us. And to do that, we need to just figure out who we are. That's what this life is all about. Um, that's what we're here to do. And it gets better and better and better. So. And living the words that you just now said, life gets better and better and better. I'm going to close today's session. And I want to give you permission to be bold. I'm looking at you viewers, and I want you to be the trust that you know you need to bring to the world. And to look at the path that you're on. It's up to you to change if that's what you need. And it's up to you to enjoy what you have created. You have created the path you're on. And you may think not, but just watch as you change your thoughts, how your world changes, become the change you want to see in the planet. And Taz Gabriel was an amazing, inspiring guest today. And I'm Barbara Gon Mueller, and I am one lucky podcast host that I get to have people like Taz Gabriel on, the creator of her own path, her own life. I wish I could just let you see how her life has unfolded. But if you want to know more, go to pathwaystopeace.org and look at that beautiful site. I did that this morning. I went to pathwaystopeace.org. I have a peace pole in my backyard. It says, may peace prevail on earth. These are all ways to you begin to see peace in everything you do. Trust and enjoy the joy that your trust brings. You know, every challenge is something that opens up a new door. People, I do many radio shows and people will say to me, well, how do you know which door to go through? I said, go through all of them. You can always close them later. <laughs> Chaz, I see your happy, beautiful face again, thanking you for being on today. Thank you for allowing me to be here. It's a privilege and an honor. And, and again, just, I hope our listeners know that they are, is powerful, way more powerful than they could ever imagine, and loved and protected in ways that is beyond imagination. So beyond. thank you for allowing me to be It here. is an honor, Tez. It is an absolute honor. Now, Tez wrote an article recently called Radical Peace, and I'm going to be sure to put that in my next Peace Community magazine. And the Peace Community magazine can also be found on peacepodcast.org. I am just bubbling up with joy listening to Tez. I am so motivated to do more than I ever thought possible. I'm going to go out in the garden and water a few more plants to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to go out in the world and let the world know what I heard today. I'm Barbara Gon Mueller. This is peacepodcast.org. Invite your friends to have that conversation. Watch Tez Gabriel. Thank you again, Tez. You were just so inspiring. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye for now. Remember, peace is possible, and it begins with each of us. Mm -hmm.